0: Hello, we are glad you are listening to this message by Dr. M.O. Udubanjo. You are sure to receive God's whole counsel for your life, family, work and all that concerns you in these contemporary times. Amen. Go with me to Acts chapter 2. And let's try to get in God's word a little bit. Acts chapter 2, let's get in God's word. Time is gone, really. Wow. Thank you for your glory. Wow. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory. I just felt an unction coming on you. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at you. That's why I'm looking at you. It's called the oil of joy. That oil of joy that breaks grief, breaks sadness, breaks everything. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. I prayed that sometime last year in Ibadan. Something called the oil of joy. It's just when the unction of God comes and it breaks that which nobody can. Words can't break it. Uh, Words can't describe what you are going through and all of that but that oil comes the scriptures is described as the oil of joy and i sense that coming upon you now just close your eyes for a moment i sense it coming upon you strong coming upon you strong coming upon you strong and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and And it just breaks the (laughs) yoke God, the oil of joy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for a flow of that oil upon her. A flow of that oil upon her. <laughs> yeah, it's increasing. It's increasing. It's getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Getting stronger. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shakalaboso Veladi. Just turns things around, breaks, breaks, breaks the yoke, <laughs> breaks the yoke, breaks the yoke. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Did you find Acts chapter 2? Acts chapter 2, welcome to the school of miracles. I continue along the lines I began to speak. Uh, I thought I would change that but I felt God say no don't just continue Uh, it's a school of miracles but this ties with it real good hallelujah Acts chapter 2 I read from verse 1 and that is that I've been speaking about why you should speak in tongues why you should speak in tongues so if you're a believer uh, and you don't speak in tongues you should if you're a believer and you do speak in tongues but you barely do then you are living below your privileges. Hallelujah. Uh, So I'm talking about why you should speak in tongues. A long read. Acts chapter 2, I'm going to read a long one today, like Pastor M.Y. So Acts chapter 2, I read from verse (laughs) 1. He says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance, verse 5. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused, because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? How is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians uh, and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya are Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said, They are full of new wine. But Peter, standing on verse 14 with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose. Since it is only the third hour of the day. But some people drink at the third hour of the day, isn't it now? Eh? He said, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. I jump down to verse 38 now. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises to you and to your children and to all who were afar off as many as the Lord our God will call. Amen. So basically, I've been talking about why you should speak in other tongues. And um, I I began to speak the last time, and I talked about the fact that the Bible instructs and expects us uh, to pray. I mean, to spend a lot of time in prayer. Uh, That doesn't mean that the only thing you will do is to pray. You won't ever do anything else, then you won't ever go out to walk, you won't ever do anything. No, no, that's not what it is. But however, he tells us that we are meant to pray. So we, we looked at scriptures such as First Thessalonians five seventeen. I believe, that says pray without ceasing, meaning pray without stopping. You know, so it, 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 uh, and we pointed out the fact that some of those things are only possible. Uh, like Paul, who was bragging and said, I thank my God in first Corinthians 14 and verse 18. He said, I thank my God that I pray in tongues more than you all. And we say, so the only way you can really pray like that and pray long and long and longer, uh, is when you begin to pray in the spirit. So if you, if you are somebody who is desirous, I want to spend a lot of time in prayer, uh, then you will have to pray in the spirit. And that is very important. Uh, But not only is it about your desire, it's about what even praying will do for you. The more you spend time in prayer, what does it really do for you as a person? You know, and then we saw that the second reason why you should pray in other tongues is because it charges you up. Can I hear you say charges you up? So that gets you charged up. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 4 says that he that prays in other tongues edifies himself. And we pointed out that that word edify means to charge. And it is like to charge like a battery. You know, Jesus was talking about prayer as a whole, and he said, "He said, look, it is good. Luke chapter 18, I believe that is in verse 1. He said, men ought, he told them a parable saying that men ought always to pray and not to faint. One says men ought always to pray and not to give up. One says men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. It means that if you are not praying always, you will give up. If you are not praying always, you will lose heart. If you are not all praying always, you will give up. So, the, 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 the natural tendency in life, just like anything else, just like your phone will do, just like any battery will do. So, in the car, the reason why the battery stays charged or the battery does not run down as you drive throughout the day is because it is constantly being charged. As that car is driving, as you are going around, there is a charging system that keeps that battery charged. That's why you are playing music in the car, you are putting on the AC, you are doing all kinds of things, and that car keeps running, the music keeps going, nothing's sh- stops because there is a charging system. Can I have an amen? (laughs) So God has given us a charging system and he says there's a way to stay charged. Can I hear you say I will stay charged? Uh, it says there's a way that I can stay encouraged. There's a way I can stay edified. There's a way that I can stay in such a way that nothing really gets me down. And that is that I'll have to be praying. And the easiest way to keep praying and be edified and be built up is to be praying in other tongues. It says in 1 Corinthians fourteen four. I repeat again. He said, he that prays in other tongues edifies himself. However, tonight we're we're, we're in the School of Miracles and I want to point out two more things that praying in other tongues will do for you. Number one, praying in other tongues, like we have often said or you may have often heard me say, is the door to the supernatural. Is the door to the supernatural because it, it opens up the door to the word of God's power. Are you with me? And number two thing that I'm going to talk about tonight is that it increases your sensitivity in the spirit. Is the door to the supernatural because it opens you up into the world of God's power. It opens you up to experience the power of God. They asked Medjugosworth, who by records was known to have raised anything from 18 to 23 people from the dead. Some say 18 that were certified by medical people to have died. He raised them from the dead. And then they asked, and he said, how come, because you're an illiterate man, you didn't go to school, you only learned to read by reading the Bible as taught by your wife, uh, how come you are able to do all of these things that you do? And the man said, all I do is that I spend time edifying myself in the spirit, praying other tongues, and then I come out and I edify the people. Are you still with me? He said, I spend time edifying myself. What am I doing? I'm releasing the power. And then I come out and I do the same to the people. I will stare at that power. I come out and I release that power. Praying other tongues opens you up to the word of God's power. Paul here in our text in Acts chapter 2, first going from, from backwards back to the things we read, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 and 39 that I read last, he was explaining to the people, Acts chapter 2 is the first place where we see the baptism with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues. And many people have argued, I remember I said that when I closed the last time, that we'll start off talking about the fact that spraying other tongues did not pass away. Are you with me? So when they, they, they started off and they, they had that baptism, that experience, uh, and they began to I mean to speak in other tongues, <clears throat> the Bible says that the people heard them. All kinds of people from all over the world. They were around in that place. It was a cosmopolitan city, meaning that they had all kinds of people from all over the place, and they heard them. They heard them. They say, how come? What's going on here? How come we can hear these Jews in our own languages? Again, that tends to confuse people sometimes. And they say, well, if you say they are praying in other tongues, 1 Corinthians 14 says when you pray in other tongues, you are not speaking to men, but you are speaking to God. It says in verse 2, it says, he that prays in other tongue does not speak to men, Howbeit, it in the spirit, he speaks what? Divine mysteries. First thing to note, is that he when he says divine mysteries, the word means secrets? So the, the, what he's saying there is that he's not saying jargon, but actually in the spirit is discussing secret matters with God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And people say, Well, if you say it's praying in other tongues, how come the people could hear them? First Corinthians chapter 13. Remember first Corinthians 12, 13, 14 about the gifts of the spirit in entirety. So as a good Bible student, go back and read the three together. Don't read one or two. Or, uh, just read the three together and you understand that Paul was trying to teach the people about the manifestations of his spirit in, 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 in as a whole. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he made a statement. He said, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Remember that? He said, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, what was he saying? He's saying that when I speak in other tongues, there's a tongues of men that is part of that supernatural manifestation. But usually, it will be that I'm speaking in a language that I did not know, naturally. And there's a tongue of angels, which nobody around would even know what I'm saying. But I'm speaking divine secrets. Are you still with me? So, for instance, years ago, late Dr. T. L. Osborne was in a battle doing a crusade, miracle crusade, until Osborne began to speak in other tongues, and he was speaking Yoruba, frankly. And people there were amazed, but he had no clue. So after the, 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 the crusade, you go to him and say, he's looking at you, and wondering, what is Ekpelesa? Because he had no clue what he was saying. He was speaking in other tongues, but he was speaking in the tongues of men at that particular point in time. But it's not a language that he had learned. Are you still with me? Somebody was speaking in, in, in some place and he began to speak in other tongues. And he spoke and spoke and spoke for a while in other tongues. He was just inspired and he spoke in other tongues. And when he did, he thought to himself, well, am I supposed to interpret that to the people? Because again, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 14, that if I were given the gift of tongues, which is different from just speaking in other tongues, that means that I'm delivering a message from God in tongues. Okay? Uh, but if I deliver it in tongues, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, it is not useful to them except somebody interprets it. So it means that the gift of tongues plus the interpretation equals prophecy. The gift of prophecy. That's a message to the people. So when the man spoke in other tongues by inspiration, he thought to himself, I think that's a message. And he thought to himself, well, who's going to give the interpretation? Am I supposed to get the interpretation myself also? And somebody raised a hand in that place and said, don't no need to interpret it. He said that was for me. You just spoke in a dialect of a Chinese town with which I understand clearly and that was a message for me. It's not for everybody. I knew exactly what you were saying. Are you still with me? If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. So, he says, when Paul then began to speak, so back to our text, Acts chapter 2, verse 38 and 39, Paul then said to them, he said, this is the promise of God that is to you and to your children and to all, even that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. What was he talking about? Me and you. He's saying, hey, this gift of speaking other tongues is for everybody, it's for those of us now, it's for our children, and it's for all those Nigerians. And other people, as many as the Lord our God shall call. He's saying that gift has just been poured out and it's going to reach that far in the years and the decades and the centuries to come, and it's going to reach that far, geographically speaking. Are you with me? But then if you followed also all the text that I read, he said, This is what Joel prophesied. He said when this happens, so he was saying that this baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, John said this is that promise and when it happens, all kinds of things will begin to manifest. Including visions, including dreams, uh, including signs in the heavens above and signs on the earth beneath. So it's the door to the supernatural. It's the beginning. He's saying that once that begins, uh, it leads you into the supernatural realms of the manifestations of God. Are you with me? Praying in other tongues. Why you should pray in other tongues? is because it opens you up into the word of God's amazing supernatural power. Jesus was speaking. Go in your Bibles with me if you will. Uh, go to Luke chapter 24. Uh, as I, As I speak. Uh, However, you you would recall Mark chapter 16, Matthew chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, Jesus spoke and he said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation. Matthew chapter 28, he said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. And then Luke chapter 24, which is also the last chapter, Mark 16 is the last chapter of Mark. uh, uh, Matthew 28 is the last chapter of Matthew and Luke 24 is the last chapter of Luke And in Luke 24, Luke recorded something else that he told them that the others didn't record. He said in verse 49, he told them something there in verse 49. Have you found that? Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. So these were the last instructions that he gave. So everybody said, yes, he told them, go into all the world and preach the gospel. That was the instruction he gave at the very last moment. But Luke recorded something else. He said he told them. After he has said to them in verse 46, he said, then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins uh, should be preached in his name to all nations, and you are witnesses of these things. Then he told them something. He said, behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but you have instructions to go preach. You have instructions to go make disciples. He said, but tarry. Can I hear you say tarry? He said, but wait, the word tarry means wait, 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 wait. Don't go yet. He said, tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with what? Power from on high. He said, hey, you have instructions to go preach, but hey, wait in Jerusalem. Don't go immediately. Wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. That word power is the word dunamis that word dynamite is what we get the word dynamite from <laughs> so he's talking about what explosive power explosive power why because 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20 tells us that the kingdom of god is not in word but in power So there has to be a supernatural, powerful dimension to the kingdom of God. So when we speak, when we sing, when we shake people's hands, the power of God ought to be released. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When we write and people are reading what we wrote, there ought to be something supernatural about what is coming from us because the power of God is being released through us. He said, I need you to go and be witnesses, but wait until the power comes from on high, until the dynamite power comes upon you. He said that the same thing to them in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. He said, And you shall receive power. Again, the word dynamite or dunamis. You shall receive dunamis after that what? The Holy Ghost is come upon you. And then you shall be witnesses. Meaning, it's when you get that power, but everywhere you go, whether it's in the marketplace, whether it's in the church, whether it's on the street, whether it's in your neighborhood, there'll be something that defines you, and it'll be the power of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? People may not be able to explain, they may not be able to understand, but they will know that there's something different when you show up. <laughs> I think Pastor when I know something. Eh? They'll just know something is very different about you. That whenever this person is here, you know somebody told me that years ago in medical school, she said, I, I'm, I'm just happy when you, you're around. She you said, know, I don't know, when you're around everywhere, I just feel peaceful and calm. It's like, I mean, and this was the year, the most difficult year in medical school, usually for all medical students. That's when you do the most difficult exam in battle. She said, but when i every time I see you, I just have this peace come upon me. That just says to me that everything will be okay. We'll pass this exam. <laughs> Are you with me? If I guess what, I had failed the exam. I was repeating that year. And she said, but when I see you. <laughs> I, I had one more time if I failed it one more time they kicked kick me out he said but whenever you are around there is just a peace that comes in the room are uh, you hear what I am saying uh, there is a, a dynamic power of God that is available to us but we will have to tap into it by praying in other tongues just like Smith Wigglesworth talked about edifying himself, I discovered so, somewhere along the line, but even before, I discovered that as I prayed, it looks like something is bubbling. But from the inside. After a while, God anointed me with a tangible healing power, particular, and I feel, I'll sense it on my right hand, and guess what? I discovered that when I'm praying in other tongues, by myself, not in a I'm just by myself. Very often, I begin to feel that same sensation. Why? Because the power is being generated. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So praying in tongues is like switching on the generator. That's why I was talking about it in James chapter 5. And he said the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man, I mean, makes tremendous power available in the Amplified. He said it makes tremendous power available, which is effective or dynamic in his working. Dynamic means that power does anything. Goes in the past. Walks in the present, goes to the future. Hallelujah. We need to learn to begin to pray in other tongues so that we can release the power of God. And guess what? The releasing the power of God is not necessarily because you want to release it on somebody or whatever. You need it yourself. When he was speaking in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, he said, now to him who is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or imagine, he said, to, uh, according to the power that works where? In us. According to the power that works in us. According to the power that works in us. That's why as you are praying it sometimes, you find that certain things just seem to leave. Even sometimes you, you are praying just by yourself. You are not even praying about a pain or a sickness, but you will sense it go. You are done and it goes. Why? You generated power. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why, even sometimes people go and say, ah, while well, we're just praying, as we're just praying, as we're just praying, we're just praying, church. We're interceding for the nation. We're interceding for this. He said, but while we're praying, you know, I didn't think that I'll be able to stand and, and be able to to, to 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 lead worship, or I'll be able to stand, I'll be able to sing and dance today. But while we're just praying, as we're just praying, I, I, I just realized that the pain had left. The pain will leave because you are generating power. Dynamite power. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's one reason not to miss a prayer meeting. (laughs) Are you with me? Because every time you are praying in the spirit, you are generating power. Are you still there? You know, when when you want to build even a road uh, and you have a mountain and you say this is the best pathway to go, you know, they, 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 you charge the best pathway and say, we need to go here is the shortest one and then we go here and then the road will turn this way and, and then they say, but there's a, a, a mountain in the middle or a hill in the middle. What do they do? You blast it with dynamite. Are you hearing me this, this evening? Why should you pray in other tongues? Because you carry dynamite but you are not exploding it. Are you still with me? Let me quickly talk about this, the, the fourth thing. So I've talked about three things already. I'm moving very quickly. Yes, I spoke about two things last time. <laughs> so you're already lost. I spoke about two things the last time. What did I talk about? Praying for a long time. And I spoke about what? Edifying yourself. Edifies means you are built up. Amen. Edifies means that you are, you are, you are there. You are charged. You are ready. Hallelujah. That's what Isaiah was also talking about when he said they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The word renew means exchange. It means that they will exchange their own strength or weakness, with God's strength. So as you wait upon God, you are exchanging. You are, it's, a, it's a time of exchange. And that's why very often you, you go into a place of prayer, you were sad, you were depressed, you were just hopeless. Uh, but as you woke up in the morning and you still decided to spend time with God, as you were, uh, as the day was progressing and you were spending time with God, you found out that the hope was rising. Why does the hope rise? Because you have been charged. Hallelujah. And I'm saying that apart from just being charged, there's a power truly that is being released. Amen. And number four, you increase your spiritual sensitivity. Can I hear you say, increase my spiritual sensitivity? Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 again. 1 Corinthians 14. So, if there's one thing you need to do more than ever this year, is pray in the spirit. The beauty of it, just like where we started from, is that you can do it all the time. The beauty of it is that praying in other tongues is allowed and is possible every time and everywhere. You know, as you are walking, you can be praying in other tongues. As you go on the street, you can be praying in other tongues. Did you know that it's not illegal to pray in other tongues on the streets of Nigeria? Did you know that? Huh? You know, one day, years ago, this was, I think, in the 90s. I was in the UK, and I was going down the street. Many of the gadgets that are common were not very common then. You know, at least I didn't know... Of many of them. One day I had a Bluetooth thing on and I went to see somebody and I was sitting in his office and I had the Bluetooth on my ear and apparently I'd been looking at me. So he was attending to other people. So when he finished, he didn't look very well. I, I look, and I removed He I said, I said, I said, I said, Yeah, okay. So, oh. He said, I thought he was hearing heads. <laughs> you know that he had been looking at me since that. Is he wearing earrings? He you know. So it was for me that way also. So I was walking down the street, and I saw this guy. He was in the, in another street, off the street, the main street I was walking on. And the guy was just going. I was. I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was talking. He was really animated, and he was talking. So I, I walked past. I, I, I walked past the place. I saw him, and I went back. I said, "Worry, what a lot, don't worry." <laughs> <laughs> so they have the same problem as we have. This one too. This one is fresh. yes <laughs> the thing just catch up now, you know. So you know the way. You know we have the fresh and the still. I said, ah, this one is fresh. This one just. Has. So I went back. I I looked at the guys. From, I said, ah, yeah, yeah, from his village. <laughs> you know. So later, somebody said, no, 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 it's Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth. He was talking on the phone because there's nothing. He had the phone in the pocket and he was just talking and he was animated. as ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but nobody caught him. So it's not illegal for you to walk the streets and pray in other tongues. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, there are people walking the streets and they are singing all kinds of things. They sing obscenities, they shout obscenities and all of that. Uh, why can't we be walking the street also and just be praying in other tongues? You don't even have to say it out loud. You can say it under your breath. Are you hear what I'm saying? And if somebody were to see your mouth moving, and he say, what is this? he say, I'm praying. I'm praying. What can they do about it? Huh? In fact, it might be a means of evangelism. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So, praying in other tongues is possible, and you can do it all of the time. So, what was I talking about the last thing? I said, it increases your spiritual sensitivity. So, 1 Corinthians 14, 14. The Bible says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. My spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 27, the Bible says that the spirit of of, of man is the candle of the Lord, searching the inward parts of the belly. What does that mean? He's saying that God uses our spirit uh, to he enlightens our spirit. He communicates with our spirit in order to pass across messages. And whatever you use, whatever you use, gets stronger and stronger and stronger because you are using it more. Are you are you still there? You know, very often, if somebody were to have a very bad accident, for instance, and he can't walk, uh, and then you have to put him on complete bed rest. Sometimes you, you you put all kinds of weights and things and you just put down that leg. He can't even move the leg and he's there for months. And then after maybe the bones are healed and all of that, uh, did you know that that guy may not be able to walk? Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? Did you know he may not be able to walk? He's been on that bed for months. He doesn't get up. <laughs> you know, somebody say, eh? yeah, he wheezes on the bed. He have a way to do that. He does everything on the bed. doesn't get up. Now the bones are healed. If you were just to remove everything you put there and say, hey, your bones are healed, go. The guy will get up and collapse. In fact, so very often when you look at him, the legs look like they are very thin. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Why are they so thin? We call it disuse atrophy in medicine, meaning that he's not using it so the muscles have gone flabby. The muscles are flabby, weak. They are not strong because they have not been used. So it's called disuse, disuse atrophy. Are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? Very often, for many of us, we have a disuse atrophy of the spirit. Paul was talking about that in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14. He said there are some people who are matured and they eat the meat, spiritual meat, He said, because by reason of use, they have their senses uh, exercised. Can can I hear you say exercised? Meaning that as they use their spiritual senses, it's exercised to discern good and evil. So, the ability to discern is better, is stronger, uh, because or by reason of use. How do I use my spirit so that my spirit is is stronger. Is more sensitive. The Bible says when I pray in other tongues my spirit prays. It's my spirit that is doing something. Hallelujah. My spirit is being exercised. So it gets stronger and better at what it does. With the Bible says it is the thing that God really uses to connect with me. So my spiritual sensitivity gets better. Are you still there? You know two days ago I woke up. I have many stories, praying in other tongues. And I was praying in other tongues, and I felt God say, because we're talking about spiritual sensitivity. And he said, somebody will call you from this company. Company I have nothing to do with. He said, they'll call you from that company. I thought somebody called me some weeks ago. I said, He said, somebody will call you, and he gave me a specific name of the company. Call you from this one. And somebody had contacted me on LinkedIn also the week before, who is an old uh, schoolmate, you know, medical school. And the guy says, oh, I didn't know you were around. You know, give me your number, blah, 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 blah. And I sent him my number and all that. He says, I'll call you. And then he calls me that day, and it turns out to be working in that company. (laughs) So, when, when he was talking, we just spoke freely. I was laughing, but you see, when those things happen? I take them from the angle of, okay, there's something going on here. Uh, God has prepared me for you. Uh, I will just take it gently because I know that there's something God wants to achieve and I just need to keep following God's mind about this. Are you hearing me? I, I, I'm giving you that kind of example in order to tell you that this is about your everyday living. When I start praying other tongues in the morning, as I'm there praying in my closet, I usually don't shy away from grabbing a pen. You know, it's at that time that God straightens out my to-do list. When I start praying other tongues, he starts telling me, do this one. Send an email to this person. I just write it down. Did you know that it's not always the devil that's trying to distract you? Are you hearing me? It's not always the devil. Sometimes it's God trying to help you and telling you what to do first. Send this email, call this person. I just write them down and I continue praying. Are uh, you hear what I'm saying? Just depend on the paper. I just write it down. I write it down. I write it down. You know, I continue praying. Bring something else to me. I write it down. I know that once I'm done with all my prayer, I'm going to start with that list. Because he has told me the order of the day. Very often when I do not follow that list, I find out that somebody that I was supposed to call calls me. And then when he calls me, I'm not happy that he called me. Because maybe he's calling me and asking me, what about that thing you said you will send? And I thought, oh, God told me that I I should have done this first thing today. Why didn't I do that? If I had done that, this guy would not call me and he would know. Now I'm telling him, I've not forgotten, I was going to send it to you. Now it sounds like it's an afterthought. But God told me, do this first today. And he was saying that so that I will beat the guy to it. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? Your sensitivity increases when you pray in other tongues. I told the story many times before. I'll I switch off my phone in the morning. You can't get me uh, most times when I begin to pray. So I, I, I switched off my phone and I was praying, and I was praying. And a plumber I was expecting, who had told me, he said I will come. This was a Saturday morning. The guy said I'll go to a night vigil on Friday night. He said, I will come to you on Saturday afternoon stroke evening. He said, because once I get back from the night vigil, I'm going to go and rest. Then I will come to your place later in the day. And I said, that's fine by me. I'll be home. So I was there. I switched up my phone in the morning and I began to pray. I began to pray. I began to pray in other tongues. And I just sensed God said, put on that phone. This was around 6 a.m. said, put on the phone. Somebody's trying to reach you now. So I switched on the phone. And it was the plumber. My phone rang almost immediately. So I was like, okay. So I looked at the plumber. I picked it up and I said, yes. What's going on? He said, I'm in front of your gate. I said, you're in front of my gate. Interesting. God knows you are here. Uh, And I said, what happened to you? He said, no, I just changed my mind. That as I was going home from the night vigil, I thought it's better I do this now. Because if I go home, I thought I may just sleep throughout the day and not come. So I will disappoint you. So I changed my mind that on my way from the night vigil, I should just stop and do the thing before going home. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You'll become more sensitive the more you pray in other tongues. God will begin to tell you things. You'll begin to pinpoint things. I, I, I mean, I told you before, also one day I had my phone off. I was praying in other tongues. God brought somebody to my mind. It's not somebody I was thinking about or I was thinking about ordinarily that to my mind. I just prayed. I prayed a little bit for her. i pray in other tongues again because one of the reasons why we do pray in other tongues, which we'll talk about next time, is that it's a better, accurate way to pray because you don't know everything. So I prayed in other tongues a little bit for her. My phone was still off. I left, went out to exercise that morning, and then I came back. And when I came back, I saw she had called me. So again, I thought, aha, God knew. So I called her back. And then she began to tell me about an issue. So I smiled, I laughed, and I said, you know what? God is ahead of you. Because God brought you to mind this morning. So what, all of these things you are describing, don't deal. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not moved, I'm not worried. Say, don't deal. Are you here what I'm saying this morning? Told you about somebody else who was, who was going to have surgery. She had told me she will have surgery. I had no clue. I mean, she, had, she then didn't tell me anything anymore. And then that morning, I was praying other tongues. And I felt call her, so I wrote it down. And then when I finished all my prayer time, I picked up my phone and I called. And I said, what happened to you? You told me about the surgery, but what's going on? When are you doing it and all that? She said, I'm actually lying on the table about to be wheeled into surgery now. I said, oh, really? I said, well, you know what? I'm not going to pray for you because I already prayed. I said, and everything will be fine. And I told her what happened. I said, the only reason I called you this morning is because as I was praying, God brought you to mind this morning. You know, I, ordinarily my wife had asked about it some days before. I didn't call. But as I began to pray in other tongues that morning, I just felt this pop again and I called. Are you still there? And then she later told me, she said, that call was very important. She said, because I was afraid that I was going to die but that was the call that settled it for me. Are you still here? There are privileges. You know, one one, one reason why I'm talking about why you should pray in other tongues is for us to know what it does. Why am I talking about what it does? It's so that we are not doing things religiously. Are you hearing me? We're not just doing things for doing sake. That's religion when you just go through the motions. Oh, everybody begin to pray, yakabababababa, 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 yakababababa, and then you just leave it alone. No, but when you understand what it does, when you understand the value in it, you engage in it with understanding. Paul was writing in Philemon chapter 1 and verse 6, the, the, and he said that the communication of your faith might become effective by your acknowledgement of the good things that are in you by Christ Jesus. It means that it becomes effective when you acknowledge what those things are. Are you hearing me? You have to acknowledge this is what it is. This is what it does. And therefore you will do it and as you engage in it, you will enjoy those benefits. Are you with me? Your understanding ensures that you can actually benefit from what you are doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this message, hopefully you have picked something practical to apply for victorious living. If you loved this, then please send a message to admin at TotalWorld.org or 090-93-30-3227 to let us know how this has blessed you. Also, head on to www.totalword.org to listen to more. Stay blessed and refreshed till next time. God bless you.